Hey everybody, this is Pastor Richard. I'm glad to welcome you to our YouTube channel. Uh, glad that you can join us. You'll notice that we're not doing it from the church uh, and we had planned to do that, but I went to the doctor yesterday and uh, got diagnosed with a fever and I do not have the flu. However, uh, they wanna play it safe uh, with my fever. I believe I've got a sinus infection, but the family and I are quarantined for seven days now. So we're looking at this not as a trial period, but as a blessing. Uh, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, we can't wait to spend some time together. I'm looking forward to my quality time with my girls. Emma, she's in from uh, East Carolina right now. I'm going to get some extra time with her. And, you know, we're, we're all just uh, having a great time. We're doing fine. want to assure everybody that everything is okay. And, uh, you know, on our behalf, we want to say we love you. We miss you. Uh, however, we know we're not going to stop being the church simply because we can't be in the same room together uh, on that note. As you know, all services at this time are canceled, uh, given everything that's going on and the recommendations from our president and the government and all that going on. And I just wanted to share just a few words with you. Uh, nothing fancy, uh, just something that was on my heart a while back. Uh, but given the hiccups that we've had and getting things set up, I uh, did want to share this word with you. It comes from uh, the Gospel of Mark. It's a familiar story. And it's uh, about where we know it as Jesus calming the storm. And Mark writes, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. And a furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? Well, as I thought about this, you know, in that group of disciples, there were some folks that were experienced fishermen. I'm sure over the years they had seen their fair share of storms. But even in this case, this storm was so bad that they went to Jesus and they were scared to death. And they couldn't believe that he was sleeping in the stern. And they woke him up and were like, don't you care what's going on around us? You know, as I think about how they were reacting to that storm, that's how a lot of the media and many folks have reacted to this whole COVID-19 thing. Utter panic, seeming like chaos, like the waves breaking over the side of the boat and like things are might not work out or we don't know the certainty of what's coming. Well, the good thing is that's not the end of the story we have here in the Gospel of Mark. It says Jesus got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Now look at what happens next. They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Well, what happened was, if you know what the Greek is saying, it basically says they were afraid with a very intense fear. In other words, they were more scared or I should say more in awe of Jesus than they were in awe of the storm just moments earlier. I mean, think about it. Moments earlier, everything was chaotic. It looked like they could die in any moment. 
And Jesus gets up and says, peace, be still. And suddenly all the waves, all the rain, if there's any, the wind, everything that's going on, the chaos around them comes to a calm. And so suddenly they're faced with the reality is, who is this guy in the boat with us? I mean, think about it. If you're out there and there's a storm going crazy and suddenly somebody speaks into it and it stops, I'm going to be a little intimidated myself. You know, as I reflect on this story, I think about a time when Lindsay, about 10 years ago, when she was five years old, uh, riding to see my mom and dad with me. And as we were getting on Interstate 85, it was about lunchtime, but I saw in our rearview mirror this big, you know, one of those, not your typical thunderstorm. It was one of those vast, massive, ominously dark thunderstorms, and it was coming up quick. And I thought to myself, hey, Maybe if I can get ahead of this storm a little bit, then I'll be able to stop, get her some lunch and get it, stay ahead of it again as we get going. So I told her, I said, "Hun, we we're going to try and go a little bit and then we'll stop and get some lunch. And so we went about 20 miles and pulled off because I thought I'd created enough distance between us and the storm. And we pulled in, we got her happy meal. And as I was getting ready to get back on the interstate in Lexington, that storm just came upon us. And I had the choice. I could turn back and go back to McDonald's, seek shelter there and ride the storm out, or I could head, you know, head on down the interstate. Well, I chose to head on down the interstate. And every one of us knows, once you're out there on the interstate, if it's a bad storm, you have two choices, keep riding or pull over to the side of the road. Well, as the storm came up, it was every bit as intense as I had thought. The winds were suddenly gusting and changing. You know, it's those times where we as parents, we have to grasp both sides of the steering wheel in order to make sure the, the car doesn't veer into the other lane suddenly and create a wreck. The reins were going sideways at times, it seemed like. And it was just very, very violent, hard to see. And, you know, I decided, well, I'm going to keep persevering and keep going and see if I can pull ahead of it over time. And I was worried about Lindsay. And uh, as I was sitting there, I was trying to remain calm on the outside so as not to wor worry her. And I remember after riding a little bit and I'm concentrating on all this, all this trying to seem all calm on the outside, uh, all of a sudden I hear chomp, chomp, chomp. And I'm like, what in the world? And I look in the rearview mirror and there is Lindsay sitting in her little car seat, chowing down her chicken nuggets and fries while this wind and rain is raging just inches away from her head outside the windshield. And so with that going on, suddenly I realized, well, evidently my act was working. I appeared calm and she wasn't alarmed. The only time she ever really said anything to me is when she motioned or said to me, she wanted me to pass her drink back to her. And so I kind of thought about that. And I'm like, you know, if my five-year-old in the midst of this major storm when I'm just acting calm on the outside, can sit there and be at such peace that all she has to think about is chowing down on chicken nuggets and fries. How much calmer should we be when we have the God of the universe, the God who's not just acting calm, but the God who is in complete control of everything, riding in the boat with us? All that to say, like those disciples, we don't know how long this storm is going to last. For them, it was probably hours, minutes, maybe. We don't know. This COVID-19 could last months. Whatever it is, we're still going to be the church. And if there's one thing I know about Shiloh, this is a church that sticks together. 
Every one of you in my church family, you know that we have been through some thick and thin. This started well before I got there. It's going to continue well after I'm gone. And God proves himself faithful time and time again. Most of us can reflect over our lives, how he got us through difficult seasons and storms in our lives. So as we face the kind of the uncertainty of what's coming ahead and all of that, why should we think any different about this COVID-19? And so my encouragement to you is to do what those familiar words of scripture say is to be still and know that he is God. He's in control and he's asleep in the stern, but buddy, he can calm it when he's ready to calm it and we can trust his timing in his ways. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much that you're good to us, that you take such good care of us. And Lord God, we thank you that you have been faithful through the storms of the past and you're going to be faithful in this storm in the present. We pray that you'll continue to be with those who have other storms going on in their lives, not just the COVID-19. We pray for wisdom for our leaders in our country. We pray, Lord, that you'll lead the doctors and the nurses and everyone working on the cure and tests and all the things related to it, that you'll guide and direct them and help them to do and find what they need to find. And again, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity as a church, for you've called us to be light in the darkness. And we know that when it's really, really dark, that's when the light tends to stand out. So I thank you for those in the church who have in their ways behind the scenes and on the scenes been doing their part to make your light shine out, whether it's be through delivering meals to our shut-ins, whether it's be through working on this live streaming capability of our church, whether it be through so many other ways, through contacting others and showing them that you love them and care for them, whether it be through prayer. Father God, we know you're going to see us through this. We thank you, Lord, that we can trust that everything is going to work together for good to those of us who love you. And we look forward to seeing your greatness and your power at work in the days ahead. And we just ask all this in Jesus name. Amen. Well, look forward to seeing you next time and God bless.